Hey, it's Jeff Woods. We wanted to ask you for a quick favor. We'd like to get to know you better, which is why we put together a quick quiz that literally takes less than a minute to complete. This will help us learn more about you so we can better serve you this year through our content and our ads. If you'd take one minute to pause this episode and go to the one thing.com slash podcast quiz. That's the one thing with the number one in the URL.com slash podcast quiz. It'd mean the world to us. Thanks and enjoy this episode. This is the one thing podcast where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the one thing team. We know that you're looking for ways to achieve extraordinary results in your life, whether that be in your business, whether that be in relationships, in your finances. It all comes down to how you manage your time. What if we told you that currently, even though despite your best intentions, you are not making the most of your time? And it's not because of your work ethic. It's not because of lack of clarity on your goals. It's because you physically cannot show up as the highest version of yourself. Today, we're talking with somebody who is an expert in one thing that makes a dramatic impact in our performance, our sleep. And we're going to talk about simple ways so you can sleep smarter, so you can boost your productivity. With that, let's get into this conversation with author of Sleep Smarter and host of the Model Health Show, Sean Stevenson. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Sean, I'm excited to have this conversation today because so many people who are listening to this, they want to achieve extraordinary results in their life. And one thing that often goes without focus or attention is their sleep, which that happens to be your one thing. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, you've, I'm sure you've run with plenty of busy entrepreneurs and business owners who have told themselves a story that working long hours, hustling, burning the midnight oil, that that's the way to be successful. How do you respond to that? You know, I think that there is some truth in in all of this stuff. You know, you do have to work hard. That is an intrinsic thing as far as being successful. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that we've got a little bit skewed in our opinions. And here's the thing is like, I've actually had the opportunity to talk to some of these high performers, you know, that you see out on the interwebs. I've had dinner with Gary Vaynerchuk. I've been in the same room with, you know, folks like 
you know, Michael Hyatt and, and Pat Flynn. I don't know. You know, I'm talking about in the podcast space now because as we're on a podcast, but just all the people that you kind of are, are looking up to and just like they're crushing it. They must have, you know, this insane work ethic. But I promise you, I promise you they're taking care of themselves. You know, and I think a good example, I just brought him up, but Pat Flynn is just dominated, you know, such a great guy. And he has one of the top podcasts in the world, Smart Passive Income. And for a while there, he was, you know, get, basically getting his work done, you know, late at night. And this is before his kids were kind of in school and this kind of thing. And after hearing from me and also Hal Elrod and his mm-hmm. kind of seminal work, The Miracle Morning, he flipped this whole script upside down. And now he like gets in, he plays basketball in the morning at like 5 a.m. with some guys. And he just kind of dominates through his day and he focuses on getting really great sleep because he found that even though he was doing all this amazing stuff, he he worked more efficiently. He got more done in the same amount of time and his life just got better. Like he just feels better. He got in better shape all from focusing on some of these strategies that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. So so let's say I'm that person who's listening to this right now who goes, okay, I've really never studied sleep. I have no idea how I can sleep smarter. If there was only one thing they could do, what's the one thing they can do such that by doing it would boost the quality of the sleep that they get? One thing. Just one. And then the show's going to be over forever. (laughs) Just kidding. You know, so I'm going to, I'm going to put a caveat. So this is all person dependent. You know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, some somebody could be doing five things right. And then this there's this one thing that's just terrorizing their sleep and causing all these problems. So what I'll share is the most pervasive issue today. I don't like to talk about this first because this is not a low hanging fruit. Mm. What this is, is our addiction to our tech. And it is what it is. You know, I love my Mac. I love my iPhone. We're not going to part ways anytime soon. You know, but I have changed the construct of our relationship. And this is why, specifically why, let me share this with you. This is pretty mind-blowing stuff. But Harvard researchers have confirmed that the blue and white light spectrum that's emitted from our favorite devices, our iPhones, tablets, computers, television, does in fact suppress your melatonin and elevate your cortisol. All right. So what does that mean? Well, melatonin is kind of glorified sleep hormone. We all hear about it. But what does it actually do? Well, to summarize how melatonin works. I like to think of it like a gear shift, all right, like a manual gear shift in your car, like your brain's car, and moving you in and out of your sleep stages efficiently. If melatonin is suppressed, you're not going to do that right. And so you can get eight hours of sleep, but still wake up feeling like, you know, like a pinata after the party, all right? So <laughs> this, is, this is the issue, is getting more efficient sleep. And so what they found was that, and I'm just going to summarize it for folks, Every hour you're on your device at night suppresses melatonin for about 30 minutes, all right? And so, again, you can be unconscious, you know, just from pure physical exhaustion, but not get efficient and effective sleep. And so that's number one, is paying attention to what do we need to do with our addiction to our tech, specifically at night? Well, I'm again, I'm not a Luddite, so I would advise you the best practice is let's have a little bit of a screen curfew, you know, at least giving yourself 30 minutes just to wind down, shut down some of those mental tabs mm. and allow yourself to kind of transition to, you know, it's kind of like when we were kids, you know, we all had this kind of bedtime ritual. Mm-hmm. But once we got, you know, quote, grown up, we just throw that to the wind. And a lot of times we we're on our device right before we go to bed. And we're just like, I really should get to bed. And so give yourself 30 minutes. Now, here's the rub. This is why this is difficult. 
When I said our addiction, like I'm not kidding, we are physiologically addicted because one of the driving forces of the human mind and even our focus is run by dopamine. All right, dopamine is a very interesting and powerful neurotransmitter that causes humans to seek, right? It makes us drive and seek. And this is how we've created such immaculate civilization. It's a wonderful thing. But that drive, we have to get fed. We have to find something in order to keep us going or go insane. So dopamine is produced. We get a little hit from the opioid system once we achieve something. And that creates this feedback loop. Now, here's the issue is that the internet is perfect for making you addicted because every time you look for something, you find something, right? Think about Instagram, right? Every time you look to the next post, you scroll, find, seek, find, seek, find, seek, find. Dopamine, opioid, dopamine, opioid. And it creates this, you know, again, a physiological addiction. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm saying to give yourself a screen curfew, if you just decide, all right, you know, I found out that, you know, being on my device right before bed is wrecking my sleep. I'm just going to put my phone down. Let me just sit here. If you just sit there and twiddle your thumbs, I promise you're going to get the internet jitters. All right, you're going to get like withdrawal symptoms. And you probably just like, well, just let me check one post. All right, just one hit. And so what I encourage people to do is you have to fill it with something of greater or equal value. All right. So what this could be is, you know, uh, that 30 minute curfew. Maybe this is a great time to throw in an audiobook or a podcast, you know, something that's some entertainment, edutainment. Uh, there's research indicating that reading fiction before sleep actually helps you to sleep better because it kind of turns off that analytical, you know, left brain uh, and kind of opens up some different areas of your brain as well. Another thing is to have some intimate time with your significant other. Hopefully that is more interesting than Facebook. But, you know, for some folks, I don't know. And there's actually a, a, a chapter in my book talking about the relationship between sleep and sex as well. So uh, that's something else that you might want to look into rather than being on your device. And one other thing is just time, you know, family time, connecting, in, you know, in a physical pre presence with your significant other, your kids. That's what life is really about. And now today, more than ever, we're connected more, but we're also separate more in many ways. And so, again, fill it with something of greater equal value. And next up, if we get a chance, I want to talk about some hacks just in case you have to be on your device. Well, let's 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 pause there because I want to do a quick recap. What I'm hearing you say is that all that the blue light that comes from your computer, that comes from your phone, does the TV count as well? Yes, definitely. That's okay. the original. So that is that actually can affect you. And I, I remember when the first time that I saw on my iPhone that it had nighttime mode and it just took the blue out and it made it a little bit more yellow. And I installed a blocker on my computer. So from certain hours, just the blue light goes away. I haven't figured it out for the, the TV yet, but you're saying that one thing alone, if you were able to eliminate those blue rays at least 30 minutes before could make a big difference in terms of the quality of sleep that we're getting. Absolutely. Ideally though, again, is being off the tech. Mm. The hacks would be the next level. And that's something, you know, I'm definitely not perfect. What you just mentioned, and a lot of people listening right now, I would say the majority have heard this before, but probably not maybe, you know, in regards to what Harvard, the Harvard researchers specifically said about suppression of melatonin. But here's the thing to keep in mind. Now, we'll just use your iPhone. You just mentioned it. This has that, uh, a certain tool on it called Night Shift that automatically pulls out the most troublesome spectrum of light from your device. This is a multi-billion dollar company. Why on earth would they do that? Why would they do that? They were not prompted by any kind of regulation, none of that. They're ahead of the game. 
they know that eventually the research is going to come out. It's going to become public knowledge that our devices, for example, I talked about the physiological addiction, but not getting adequate sleep is linked to higher higher levels of Alzheimer's disease, higher levels of cancer, higher levels of diabetes and obesity and on and on and on. We could talk about any of those things today as well. And so this is a like a legal and like a integrity thing to have that option on there. And by the way, guys, for your laptops, desktops, you can get Flux. That's F.L.U.X. And I've been talking about this for over half a decade now, probably, you know, getting close to a full decade. And so when you say I heard this before, please understand, I've been talking about this and pushing this in the culture for a very long time. But this is one of the toughest issues to deal with. Last thing for television, right? And the ambient lights and that kind of thing. If you really want to get geeked out with this stuff, which I'm not telling you to do, you can get some blue light blocking glasses that kind of block out, the, again, the most troublesome spectrum, the blue light. Uh, and it does, in fact, help you to produce more melatonin in the evening by wearing these glasses. And so mm-hmm. I've got a lot of folks who do work in tech who are on their computer and they use both of them. And they used to get like migraines and this kind of thing. And I get you know messages back, and uh, especially when I was running my clinical practice. And just having people do these couple of simple things, they sleep better, but also they feel better after a long, hard day of being on the computer. So, you know, I asked you the question, if they could only do one thing, what would it be? And you said it's to remove tech at least 30 minutes before bed. And you don't like to start there because that's a big domino to knock down. What is the smallest domino somebody can knock down to get better quality sleep? Oh, I like this question. No, there we go. He didn't, that means he didn't like my first one, folks. <laughs> So this is, um, and this is something that you can actually stack. I love stacking conditions in our favor. You know, things that you can do all together at one time without a, without distracting from the other one. All right. So because this is a big thing with the one thing is that focused intention. And so what it is is getting a little bit of exercise in the morning. So why do I say this? Now this is from Appalachian State University. They did a fantastic study. And what they did was they tested to find out what time of day causes us to sleep the best if we exercise at this specific time of day. All right. So what they did was have people exercise exclusively at 7 a.m. in the morning, track the results. Then they had them train exclusively at 1 p.m. in the afternoon, tracked everything. Then they had them train exclusively at 7 p.m. in the evening and tracked everything. They compiled all the data and they found that when we exercise in the morning, even just five minutes. What the test subjects found was that, number one, they spent more time in the deepest, most anabolic stages of sleep. Some people over 70% more time. And this is a stage of sleep where you're producing the most human growth hormone that is muscle protective, anti-aging, and related to energy. Kids have a ton of HGH. This is something that adults, it really does come at a premium. We need it. And you get that during that anabolic window. And so that's number one. They had more efficient sleep cycles. They tended to sleep longer when they exercise in the morning. And, and this is one that a lot of folks don't get glanced past, is that by exercise in the morning, test subjects on average had about a 25% greater drop in their blood pressure at night. Mm. So why does that matter? Blood pressure, that drop in blood pressure is correlated with the deactivation of your fight or flight nervous system, all right, called your sympathetic nervous system. So that's getting turned off more efficiently when you exercise, even just five minutes in the morning. All right, so that's what I want folks to do because all this could be a whole show just about the benefits of exercise, but we are probably a little bit versed on why it matters to exercise. But by you doing it in the morning, even just five minutes, 
even if you exercise at another time during the day, okay, what you do in the morning is actually going to help you to sleep better at night. That's one of the big takeaways from today. Mm, I love that. Now, I remember when I was in your book, Sleep Smarter, which you can get if you go to the model, healthshow.com, you can get on Amazon or you can get it on Audible by going to audible.com slash one thing. I remember talking about, what'd you call it? Money time? That's right. Yep. Oh, talk to me about money time. I love money time. Yes. Yes. So this was really fascinating that um, it's kind of like with your sleep, it's like timing and investment. All that, like a lot of times we think it's how much we invest. All right. But really it matters when you invest. That is the biggest player. How much you invest, it doesn't matter, of course. So th- same thing with sleep. At no point in my book do I say you need to get blank hours of sleep. All right? It's about the efficiency of your sleep and how effective your sleep actually is. Because there are people who sleep six hours who are dominating and feeling 100 times better than folks who are sleeping nine hours. All right? Because their sleep is more efficient and effective. So this money time window is what research is indicating And this can change, of course, depending on the time of year, but generally it's going to be between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. is what we're noting as this, quote, money time sleep or this heightened anabolic window. Now, why is this something that, you know, is getting attention is because of our hardwiring, you know, just our human, our dernal and nocturnal patterns and how we're producing hormones throughout the day based on the time of day. You know, this is what's so fascinating about us that we tend to forget because we have all these technological advances, we're lined up with the planet, all right? So whatever is going like literally throughout the day, your hormones are changing based on what time of day it is. And so during the evening hours, when your body starts to produce more melatonin, you're getting a heightened production, like this peak of melatonin is being created during that anabolic window that's getting you really deeper into those deep anabolic stages of sleep, all right? So you're gonna spend more time in this kind of quote, what we call deep sleep or delta sleep, by getting to sleep a little bit earlier, you're going to produce more human growth hormone. You're going to produce more, you know, these other anabolic hormones as well, more melatonin, which is going to help help you to have more uh, efficient sleep. And and this is another benefit: your cortisol is going to be lower at this point, which is cortisol and melatonin. I'd like to give just an example for people: cortisol is kind of like the Joker. All right, to melatonin being the Batman. All right, it's kind of like it's opposite. It's kind of villain, but the Joker's not all bad. All right, he's just misunderstood. All right, let me put it like that. So I don't want people to be like, oh, cortisol's so bad. It's causing it. It can absolutely cause problems when it's produced at the wrong time and in the wrong amount. But by you getting some time in the anabolic window, cortisol is going to be lower. So what I encourage people to do is this. Get as much time as you can in that anabolic window. It doesn't have to be all four hours, but if you if you've been getting to bed at one, all right, maybe you just get to move your bedtime up an hour, you know, so you get two solid hours in the anabolic window. And in some cases, those hours are equivalent to uh, a full additional hour in hormone production. All right, so you kind of get twice the value if you get some more time in that money time window. Yeah, well, I remember learning about this and just reading going, okay, if I'm just sleeping between 10 to, it's kind of like the 80-20 rule. What's the 20% that's going to give you the majority of your results? That's that hour, those that window of time when you are going to get the majority of the benefits of sleep, correct? Yes, yes. You know, this really goes back to, we just talked about this before the show. Um, another person is hard charging. Everybody sees him out there in the interwebs just dominating life is Eric Thomas, right? Dr. Eric Thomas. AKA ET, the hip hop preacher. 
number one motivational speaker in the world. He's well noted for waking up at 3 a.m. and just like crushing it, you know, just like putting people in fear who were kind of in the competition in the industry. But, you know, he's a really good guy, loving guy. But the secret part is not that he's just getting up at 3 a.m. He's incredibly healthy. He's incredibly energetic. He's incredibly sharp and focused. He's getting this money time sleep. He also goes to bed early. All right. He's generally going to bed like around, you know, nine o'clock. All right. So he's getting, again, six solid hours and he's getting that full anabolic window. It's not an accident, you know, and he figured this formula out for himself a long time ago. So, you know, we've got the anecdotal evidence and we've got the science as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One thing I'm sure people don't have enough awareness on is if they don't make a change. If they're not getting enough sleep, they are experiencing sleep deprivation. They're not really sure what the long-term impact of it is. Can you help us there? Absolutely. You know, since this show is, you know, we're really geared towards folks who are wanting to to build a better life, build a better business, to really, you know, focus on their one thing and maximizing that. It's really about focus. And there is no thing comparable. There's no supplement. There's no exercise program. There's nothing even remotely close to the power that your sleep quality has on your focus. And there's an immense, um, absolute, there are stacks and stacks of data on this, but these are the things that are making headlines because, you know, again, this is just kind of swept under the rug. Oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. No, you'll just be dead, right? So it's like, <laughs> once you understand this stuff, we can start to actually maximize the time that you're up and dangerous, all right? So there was a study published by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine that found that poor sleep quality was equal to binge drinking and marijuana use in determining academic performance. All right, so this was equivalent to people being high and drunk in their academic performance when they were sleep deprived. All right, that's absurd, but we don't think about that. And you would be shocked, and I actually talk about this in the book as well, how many accidents are paralleled with sleep deprivation versus uh, alcohol consumption. Mm. But there's not a test for that. Researchers have found that there are certain indicators that they've been using, like tread marks and things like that to find out, you know, people going to sleep on the road versus, you know, them being uh, intoxicated and things like that. Because again, it's hard to track, but it's scary stuff. Now, another, so that's just with academic performance. What about in the workplace? What about doing our jobs? I think this was fascinating because this was a study done on doctors. All right. So this was a physician study. This was published in The Lancet, by the way, if people want to check it out. And what they did was they took physicians and they had them to complete a task. All right. So they had them complete a task. Then they sleep deprived them for just 24 hours. That's not uncommon in that field, by the mm-hmm. way. And they had them to complete the same exact task. And here's what happened. They made 20 percent more mistakes doing the same exact thing. And it took them 14 percent longer to do the same exact thing. So I want you to really get this. This highlights the fact that we are often mistaking doing work for being effective. All right. And this is one of the big issues. We, we oftentimes, we're not getting adequate sleep and our brain isn't firing on all cylinders. We make more mistakes. We make the work harder for ourselves. And we have to go back and fix things. We have to keep pining away trying to figure stuff out. When, we, when you're well rested, your creativity is heightened, your energy is heightened, and you just don't make the same mistakes. And sometimes we feel bad. This is a crazy thing. This kind of goes back to your original question. We feel bad that work and life can be effortless, right? We feel like we have to work hard. 
When in reality, if you really, really are paying attention to the people who are doing amazing things in this world, the majority of them, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, and Ariana Huffington, you know, I had a conversation with her recently as well. If you actually look at what they're doing, they understand this principle, which is there are folks out there saying, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, sleep is for suckers and all this stuff. The reality is this, you get to take rest, all right? We just don't realize because we're promoted this, like you have to work hard, work your fingers to the bone, that you actually get more benefit. You get so much benefit we've been talking about today from doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It's counterintuitive for us. You know, by you actually doing nothing, you're going to get better results. Yeah. That's what this is really about today is you putting more attention to that, giving yourself permission to get better sleep and to have some strategies to do so so that you can really wake up and be your best and actually enjoy the process. For those of you who have internalized the book at a deep level, what's the first thing we ask you to time block? Your vacation. Why is that? It's because in order for you to show up as the highest version of yourself, in order for you to truly be productive, you have to give yourself time to rest. Same goes for every single day. Sean, where can people learn more about you, my man? Uh, they can find me where they're listening to this amazing podcast. They can find The Model Health Show. So my show is called The Model Health Show. Very, very honored and grateful to say we're generally the number one fitness and nutrition podcast in the United States. And um, we really focus on giving people these master classes on particular subject matter. You know, the, the sleep platform and, you know, the book and it's taken me all over the world. That was just a small part of my clinical practice. All right. You know, uh, I'm a nutritionist by by trade. You know, that's what I went to, to college for and all that good stuff. But the reality is there's so many different subjects. And a lot of this stuff, as you know, can be. It can be a little, there's, there's, put it like this, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of stuff to filter through. So I really pride myself on bringing the very best people in the world in their respective fields and creating master classes for people. If they want to know the, the ins and outs of how your body actually burns fat, we have that. If they want to know natural treatments for reversing type 2 diabetes, we have that. So whatever it is that you are interested in, we've got a masterclass for you and it's you know it's all free so pop over to the model health show or you can go to the modelhealthshow.com and all my socials there books are there videos for every episode so that's where people can find me awesome man well thank you very much for the time we appreciate having you on it's my pleasure thank you well there you have it my conversation with sean stevenson folks out of everything that we covered if you could only implement one thing just one of all, just one thing out of everything that we covered. What's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it would make getting better sleep easier or unnecessary? I'll share with you. Uh, I absolutely have used Flux. I have it on my computer. I have that setting enabled on my iPhone at 8.30 p.m. All of a sudden, the blue light gets stripped away and it doesn't come back till 7 a.m. And my wife and I have made it a real priority to be in bed by 10 o'clock. There were times when we were up watching Game of Thrones or House of Cards and all of a sudden it's, you know, you're binge watching your episodes and all of a sudden it's 11 o'clock at night and you're going to bed. When I heard that from just 10 to two, if you want to get just those hours will give you the majority of the results of your sleep, all of a sudden, boom, it just became a priority. Sorry, Khaleesi, we have to go earlier. Otherwise, we got to go to bed. What's the one thing you can do? 
Folks, as always, if this show has made an impression on you, please leave a review on your podcast player of choice. Note this episode specifically because all those reviews come to us. We get to see them. We get to see your feedback. And most importantly, other people see it. And it may inspire them to take action and listen, which you know the impact that that can make. Thank you so much. If you are not yet subscribed to the show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. With that, go get a good night's rest. Give it a shot. See how you feel tomorrow. You feel awesome. We'll see you in the next show.